Welcome to the Live, Feel, Be podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about just being gentle, going gently, gently. So this episode, I wanted to just talk about the fact that, again, this is not easy. It hasn't been easy for me. And I think one of the most helpful and empowering and unconscious things I've done is to be gentle with myself as I'm in this growth journey. I think that's a reaction actually from being so hard on myself and trying to beat myself up for approval from whoever. It could be your family, your parents, your friends. Once I kind of realized that I was I was literally stressing myself in all of these different aspects of my life in order to achieve something or get somewhere or impress somebody and I didn't want to do that with this it wasn't even a conscious thing like I said I could not do that with this I could not do that with this kind of journey with this kind of growth and so It became about like just doing what I could and what I could handle. Initially, I think for the most part, I was very unconscious of my growth in the beginning. And I was just doing things to answer the questions that I had that I've talked about before. Who society tells you you are as a woman, as a black person, as this, that, and the third. I was just reading information to figure that out and learning history to understand my place in the world, relearning history, I should say, to understand my place in the world and who I was seeing in the mirror. I don't think I became really conscious until this year, actually. Honestly, yeah, until this year, this past year. Before this past year, you know, I had been listening to Abraham Hicks and Law of Attraction, and I do love a good sermon. I do love a good church sermon, because like I've said before, there is wisdom to be found as long as you're listening to the right people who are coming from the right place and have the right intentions. But there was still a lot of subconscious that I had not really worked through in regards to me trying to satisfy external standards for myself and that all changed this year when it was a hard winter the panoramic was here I couldn't travel I couldn't go see my friends I couldn't go back to my parents house it was just difficult. And on top of that, I had worked so hard for so many years to get to a certain place and getting there, you know, (laughs) I look around and it's all a scam. Like low key, people have been preying on people's dreams and taking their coin to get to this place of achievement or a status that honestly doesn't exist anymore and is on its way to being phased out or being a literal diluted shadow 
version of itself. I had what felt like no agency, no autonomy. I had no control. And it was just a hard place to be because I worked so hard to get to somewhere that I realized doesn't even fulfill me. Never has. I don't think it ever will. Obviously, on the journey, there was growth. There still is growth. And yet, it wasn't enough. It wasn't filling me up. And so realizing that, and realizing that, first of all, I needed to be able to understand what I was feeling, which, yay, for previous work, because I was able to feel that and understand that there's something not right here, that this is not... This is not it. It's not it at all for me. And it never has been. Like, each time I had accomplished something in my life, like, another step closer to this, you know, what it could be whatever. It could be this job position. It could be a degree. But each step that I had taken, I had realized I was doing it for the approval of my parents, honestly and kind of living out their dream for my life. I didn't really know what my dream for my life was. I didn't really know what fulfilled me, what I truly like to do. A lot of things that I had done in the past were either to fill a line on a resume or, you know, to network. Networking was such a big thing when I was in middle school and high school, and it is still, but it has to coincide with what you want to learn from other people. And I think, you know, I could go into like why I am the way I am and why I was the way I was. But I think what's most important is that once I realized that and I realized how like I really was lost, like even thinking about it now, it hurts still. Like I can feel it in my my throat, like just feeling so lost and unfulfilled and so sad and empty feeling like I had wasted my entire life because I was at this place and I couldn't justify I couldn't justify being so unhappy for any period of time and I think that's another thing that the world will try and tell you that you know you gotta suffer you gotta work hard to to get to where you want to go but I think there's a difference. There's a difference between suffering and and working hard and discipline and working smart, working towards something that really fulfills you and is in alignment with your purpose. There's a huge difference, but we can get into that in another episode. I say all that to say like my personal story was one in which I finally became conscious of the concept of being gentle with myself like I tell you when you go through life or you go through a period and you come out or are in it and you're questioning everything questioning everything you've ever done and beating yourself up for giving your power away and not being like other people who've always known what they wanted actively went after it and you know said f the haters and you know, didn't care about the approval of their parents. And when you start thinking like that, that's when it's time to, number one, ask for help, take a breather, 
Number two, don't try to suppress it because those thoughts are already there. They're already there. You just have to be gentle with yourself as you start to explore where those thoughts come from. And when I was asking those questions and feeling that way, like my life was a waste and I had wasted it, it first started with me. Like I had to find just the smallest things. And for me, that was music. Music has always brought me through. It has always been there for me to help feel my feelings, express them, and release them. So I started there, and I think that leads into the next part where in this process of being gentle with yourself, that's all you can do. Like, that was all the energy I had left in me. I chose not to use that energy left to bring myself further down because I was already at the bottom. I chose to use that energy to reach out and I think that is where your world, your external world is supposed to reach in and come in and help strengthen and support and fortify your internal world and your internal feelings. And so I leaned on my tried and true, what I had already known about myself, which was my love of music. I leaned into that and I leaned into finding other artists and musicians to help me with what I was feeling. And not even like in the real world, like just through music, like Spotify, Pandora, I asked for help. I asked my angels and like I'm like I'm still choked up now because literally I think about it and everyone that I asked came through for me. The music came through, my angels like they came through. I discovered BTS, their music. As you guys know, I'm a huge fan. And if you didn't know, I'm a huge fan, okay? Discover their music and their music really brought me through like that really hard period. It wasn't like it just encouraged me. It's like they sat with me. Like the music sat with me. Their words sat with me. The instrumentals. And it gave me something to look forward to and to try and find in myself. Their drive, the passion for their craft. I didn't know what my craft was. I maybe had an idea of what I felt like I should have been doing this entire time. But you know, hindsight and regret. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and regret is superficial, and it's not real. My angel sent me a bomb therapist, and it was literally by word of mouth, and sent me friends that I had been asking for, and sent me books and other YouTube channels, like a lot of things were just synchronistically placed in my life after I started crying out for help. Even the most unexpected places, I found help. 
and I found words of encouragement. So all of these different relationships to people, places, things in your life, I think that is the that is the way we as humans, as individuals, need to be relating to these external circumstances in in our lives. They're supposed to be places of support and encouragement and love and places to help you when you can not help yourself or can only do so much for yourself. Yeah? In doing that, in being gentle with myself, in asking for help, I really came to understand that this whole process that I've been on has been leading me back to myself and that I have the control, I have the power to choose in every moment how I am going to respond to something that impacts me, whether that be an internal stimulus, like an internal feeling or thought, or whether that be an external circumstance, I have the power to choose. I can choose to be happy with it. I can choose to be sad with it. I can choose to use energy and try to reframe it. I can choose what to do with my energy. And when that energy is so low, when everything seems so bleak and so empty, I can use that remaining energy to just choose to be gentle, which is usually, at least for me, it was the easiest easiest choice. Um, And my motto, (laughs) I've always been a no-stress person, but in this time period, like, I do what I can, when I can, how I can, if I can do it. If I can't, then I can't. And if I don't have energy to care, then I can't. That's how I got through that time period. Just using that concept of just taking my time, being gentle. I'm sure like 70% of that was like burnout because there were times that like I literally, it'd be something important. And if I couldn't, if I could not get up out of bed, and I just needed another minute, that's what I needed. That's, and that was it. That's what it is. That's what I said. I said what I said. And I'm going to show up when I can get there. And honestly, if I make a mistake and, you know, I don't read the schedule right, like, that's just, a, that's just what it is. Okay? Like, I, <laughs> I can't come and kill myself. Really. Literally. Okay? Um, but yeah, that's what brought me through. I found that doing that and getting all of the relationships that I needed in my life, you know, virtual, like you can learn so much from YouTube and all of these are different external relationships. You learn so much from influencing people, people that speak to your soul and spirit, whatever, if it's dance that speaks to you, like you can learn so much from dance music that speaks to you you can learn so much from music you can learn so much from your friends you can you can gain so much support from these external things and then you also have the choice to figure out what among these external things serves you and what doesn't and then like i said do what you can when you can if you can't deal with any of these external things for example if it's like someone who's bringing you down a friend or like 
someone at work. If you can't deal with it, then you can't deal with it. Remove yourself from that energy. Be gentle with yourself. Don't force yourself to do things that you don't have the capacity right now to do. I think we come from such a place where people are like, just power through, just get through it, you know, force yourself, force yourself, force yourself. There's a time and place for that, but if it becomes so unhealthy that you are literally contemplating like how useful your life has been, it's not worth it. It's not. And by doing this, by being gentle with yourself, by reaching out and figuring out what external relations work for you and what feeds you, you'll start to build community, which is what I started to build because I felt so alone. I felt like there wasn't anyone else in this world who could understand or was understanding what I was going through and who could relate to what was feeding me and what was helping me get through it other than you know, the people I found on YouTube, the music I listened to, and like literally in physical form, one of my close friends that I literally just met a month ago, but she is everything. Like me and her were part of the same soul fabric, which is amazing. And it was, it's effortless. Once you start being gentle with yourself, it's the easiest thing to get to and to allow just have grace for yourself and I was in therapy because I struggled with that too like I struggled with my frustration with myself with getting this far in life and having nothing to show for it that's literally what I felt in my mind like nothing that of significance to me to show for it and so if you need to ask for help you ask for help And if you can't get a therapist, you get some books, you get a journal, and you start writing. Conserve that energy and use that to save yourself. I think just being gentle with myself was the beginning of me finding a way to my purpose. Because I had realized the year before that My purpose is storytelling, to sum it up in one word if I can. That's my purpose in this life. And that's what I feel most fulfilled doing. That's what I dabbled in in undergrad, but yet didn't pursue because of external expectations. Now I'm understanding that there's a a reason for everything. There's a reason for my path. I'm seeing the reasons for my path all around me and within me. So part of this earlier end of the cycle this year was me finally finding that path to my purpose and starting to explore it because it's not definite. That's the next part of this gentle conversation. Once you start being gentle with yourself and allowing yourself just to feel and heal then the rest of it, it comes along just as naturally, just as gently. 
you you start to listen more to what you gravitate towards to what provides you comfort and what speaks to your spirit and in that you find things that inspire you and mean something to you and then from there hopefully you get an impulse to like I don't know start working on something start thinking in a certain way or start looking at life a certain way to start doing something and then from there you just gently continue this exploration of yourself and of just allowing yourself to feel what you feel and interpret that in your own way make your own realizations about your life use your community to reflect back to you what you want to be and define that for yourself and all throughout this like I already talked about my angels came through I wasn't even really deep into like working with your angels and spirit guides at the beginning of this year you know everybody almost every, the majority of people in the world they they know something about angels okay I you know growing up in church you hear about your guardian angel and then like all the archangels and everything but the relationship that I had to to them was more distant so spiritually speaking I felt so alone because I didn't realize that I had all my angels around me all my spirit guides all my ancestors animal spirit guides and all this love and wanting of goodness around me until I took a second and was gentle with myself and asked for help and asked for signs and was shown them. This episode, I think, it's more along the original 100 because, I mean, it was, <laughs> it's a road, okay? But along that, I learned the value of gentleness and grace. Now, I'm not through it. I'm still going through the process, especially with external relationships that you have to either heal from, reframe, or come to terms with. That's a separate conversation. The grace that you have to give to those and to learning those, exploring those, and establishing boundaries within those kinds of relationships. This episode is predominantly focused on being gentle and having grace with you yourself as the individual because that's where it all starts that is where it all starts at least for me that's where it did and i just want to bear witness and encourage other people out there to really just choose one small way in which to be gentle with yourself today and have grace today for yourself one thing, and it don't have to be big. I remember some days I would just just watch a lot of YouTube because that's what I could do. That's what I could do. I would watch a lot of YouTube. I would watch a lot of videos that made me feel something other than the grief and the emptiness that I was feeling. And that's all I could do. And yeah, it was temporary, but from there, I moved on to 
finding videos that were uplifting and encouraging and inspiring and that spoke to me and spoke to my spirit and helped me feel better and better and better and better and better each each video each day until I could get to a place that you know my energy was coming back and my thoughts were reframed they were rethought I was seeing my life from a new perspective one in which it wasn't wasted it wasn't useless and I'm still here for my purpose and now being conscious of my ability to choose I'm choosing that purpose every day every day and nobody's getting in the way of that I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you took something from it in whatever time and space you're listening to it. This has been the Live Feel Be Podcast. I've been your host, JRV, and I'll catch you on the next one.